Welcome to Han Shot First, a Star Wars tabletop role-playing adventure played using the Fantasy Flight Games role-playing system. I am your Game Master, NATO. Tabletop Star Wars is played using positive dice for how well a character is doing at a task against negative dice for how hard the task is, and get a result whether they passed or failed, and then some advantage or disadvantage for some extra spice. But enough of the boring stuff, let's join Brendan as Bren Typho, human smuggler, with his Wookiee bodyguard Katama, played by Benny, and their rivals Jack as Dex and Gar, the human with the Malarian hired gun Zildjian, played by Jono, and lastly, Salim, as Mimor, the shady Zabrak politicio. It is a time of civil war throughout the galaxy. The manned and outgunned Rebel Alliance battles the Galactic Empire. The Rebels scores their first victory, destroying the fearsome Death Star. Despite recent upheaval, the Galactic Civil War does not dominate the galaxy. In the remote Outer Rim territories, a band of smugglers and friggers work to escape debt owed to the ruthless gangster, Sinsu the Hutt. Summoned to the planet Tatooine, they are given the chance to loosen his grip by flying an unusual smuggling run. First, they must withstand the darkened underworld and the might of the Empire. Meemaw, you are led into the throne room of Sinsu's palace. And before you, you see four humanoids on their knees with like canvas bags over their head. You see a hologram projection of the great Sinsu the Hut in front of you and a Twi'lek translator next to him. On the left, you also see, hmm, actually, you know what? Let's do a quick first roll of, let's just do law, a law intelligence roll for me against two purple. Okay, uh, I've got two fails, one threat. Okay, you don't know anything. It's just this black armored man with purple flames on the side of his helmet. And uh, off to the right of the translator, there's also the heavy Twi'lek that accompanied you on your previous mission, all up on the stage around the throne itself. You walk up next to, on the left of these four individuals with bags over their head. Oh, Uta, Mimo, Uta. Um, <clears throat> the, 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 the great Sinsu wel- welcomes you, Mimor. Um, uh, he, he, he hopes that you had um, m- most success on your current endeavour. I uh, had very good success, very great success. Very glad to be here. Thank you very much for having me in your beautiful uh, palace, uh, Sinsu, uh, my dear old friend. Uh, who, who are these four jerks? Um, and he, like, turns to Sinsu. Oh, the little boy, um, um the, 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 these these will be the four um, 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 uh, people that will accompany on your your, your payback favor to the to the great Sinsu. Well, fantastic! Can I take the can I take the bags off their heads? Um, actually, yes. If if you would like to do that, uh, you pull off the first bag. Dexon, 
You feel the canvas bag come off your head and you are now in, this is the palace room of Sensu the Hut's palace on Tatooine. Okay. You see, you see uh, your hired gun next to you with a bag over his head, and uh, a male human next to you as well, and then also what you can kind of tell is probably a Wookiee by a closer glance. What? You have a quick oh. look around you. Your hands are tied behind your back, and you're currently on your knees at the moment. Uh, moving on to the next one. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You pull the bag off the next head, and uh, Zildjian. Well, I uh, don't know about you, Dexon, but. I sure as hell don't want to be here. Yeah, you and me both, buddy. You pull the canvas bag off the next one. Be Bren Typho, you look around and you were instantly greeted to your left with your, probably your rival in all things smuggling, stealing, speeding across the galaxy in general. Dex and Gar off to your left and your companion, Katama, with a bag over his head as well. Dexon, fancy seeing you here, my old friend. Uh, what what womp rat's ass did you crawl out of, mate? Uh, Bren. Fancy seeing you here. Who would have thought? When I get something goes wrong, you know, you're never too far away. What can I say, man? The uh, the fame follows me. What can I say? Is that your uh, hairy old buddy, old pal over there as well? And just as you say that, the the bag gets pulled off Katama's head as well, and you <laughs> yourself hey, in the palace room as well. Hey, Katama. Good to see you, mate. How are you? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with All you. right, all right. Just simmer down, mate. Simmer down. I know it was an emotional journey to get here. You got to piss. Zita! Ota! Uh, 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 the, the, the great, the great Sinsu requires your attention. Atorito! Katana! Dexan! Sit! You see the big, like, hologram form, like, shaking his finger at you guys. Um, 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 the, the, the great Sinsu, um, Adexan, uh, uh, you, you were paid a, a small fortune to, to locate the, the, the person and, and all bring him back. That's, it was just a simple task. How, how did you get this wrong? And you, you, Bryn Typho, you were not given any orders to go in and acquire this target. You were, you have, you have messed everything up with this. The great, great Sinsu is, is most... Most displeased with you. Sinsu was pretty loose with the rules, I must say, uh, my little translator friend here. And we waited, we were early, we were punctual. And uh, what couldn't we do? We're in front of a big base. We can't just stand there like blow-ass flies just waiting around for something that may or may not happen. <coughs> right? <laughs> you were given no orders to, to go to that planet in the first place. It, 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 it was, it was Dexengar's mission to go, to yeah. go get the, the target. Oh, I'm glad we got this cleared up, Sinsu. So you clearly know this wasn't. Eda! Um, um, the, you you also have 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 messed up this mission. If you were more punctual, you would have got there on time and got the target before he he, he escaped. Yeah, Dexon, pipe down, mate. Well, look, we had to make a couple of stops on the way. It was a little bit of like a bartering problem that I had with my friend Sylvan here, that's and not, that's not resolved yet. It's not resolved. Um, we needed to work out, you know, make sure that, like, the deal was done properly. Um, I wanted to make sure that you had the proper help on this mission, Sinsu. This was this was not my fault. This was not my fault. Um, Katama and Bren Typho, you do notice off to the left the Black Armoured Man. He is exactly the person that cornered you with uh, what's-name's crew in the jungle and took the target off. Hey, Katama. 
You remember that big, sh black, shiny bastard? I think we're in some trouble here. Ah! Oh, and you see, you see the Sinsu like point over to the what, what you could gather as a Mandalorian with the armor itself. Um, the, the, the great Sinsu says that this was this was the backup if all of you had failed and you had and he was able to to, to take the target and bringing him. Um. Anyway, uh, the the great Sinsu welcomes you four here. Uh, he has a, a mission for you all uh, as a company with 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 our great Mimo. Um, you you are to go. To, to vapor station across the other side of the planet and 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 meet up with 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 with, with Jora with Jor, with with Jora our Rodian. Uh, hey hey Sinzu, uh, can I trade these four in for the bounty hunter up there, please? <laughs> um, the great Sinzu says he he he's worth way too much. For, for for you at the moment you, you oh. settle with these four we we have done great favors for you and and now you must repay your debt to to the great sinsu uh. your silver tongue will, will work with these four and and with that hey, you're welcome with that the the, the toilet kind of hops down and kind of hands out like a little little card to you so you can see sinsu the hut wants you to go pick up some inventory for him and he's going to get you to drop it off at Narshadar for him. To meet him at Narshadar. Because he's currently not on Tatooine, hence the uh, hollow. He wants you to s go over to Tatooine, a uh, little vapor station just outside Moshata, and pick up the live dragon and the eggs. Now, Sinsu, just, uh, you know, always happy to help, my friend, um, and clear up, obviously, any... Uh, uh, misunderstandings from this previous job, but just confirming we will be paid for this one, won't be paid. Oh, 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 You can see him go to smack the back of the Twi'lek, like, translator, but because he's a hologram, he kind of goes through. <laughs> and, uh, and then and then the Twi'lek, and then he turns to the Twi'lek, and he's like, and, like, the, the, the Twi'lek turns to you guys again, and goes, um, um, the, the great Sinsu always welcomes your, your your trading spirit you will all be paid 10,000 credits each upon completion of, of this mission and you will all be forgotten for your previous transactions on your previous mission and and you Mimo, your debt one of your debts will be paid now to this to since thank thank you and he kind of, you see him like shaking but and bowing at the same time. Very good. You will accompany me. I'll, I'll, I'll get you on a, one of our ships. You, you'll set on on your way. And he, he kind of like leads you out. Are you guys following? Yeah. Yeah. He leads he leads you out into the hangar. You see before you it's a YT two four triple O transport. It has a cargo hold in the middle section and then has all the crew quarters around the inside, uh, around the ring part of it. And then the cockpit sits at the uh, far left, around the front left corner. Isn't that my ship? Anymore, <laughs> <laughs> sucker. No. That, that, it, you see along the side of it, in like nearly like dripping. It looks like a like a splash blood effect. Like just just to give it a bit of more tough look, but it has Dragon Slayer written on the side of it. Rad. That's cool. All right, you guys set off. It's not cool in that punty Nimbus. <laughs> oh, Starfinder. Ooh, we gonna fight some stars. Was that 25 parsecs on the Kessel Run last time in that Nimbus? <laughs> 24. All right. 
That's still pretty slow. <laughs> it, the the Dragon Slayer takes off in like an auto kind of function. It only takes you a good like 10 minutes to circumvent the planet. The ship lands, gets a big like fissure in the desert and the landing pad's just a step down and then the rest of the canyon kind of goes down and you can see like the, the vapor kind of station and farm. You've landed up in the landing pad and you yep. start heading down the ramp down into the like the canyon floor. Vapor station. Once a small community of failing moisture harvesters, now a tiny community of thieves and thugs working for Sinsu the Hut. Vapor station lies at the junction where a narrow, steep stone canyon forks into two smaller crevices. Crumbling city structures dot the dry canyon bed with a few fronting natural caves in the walls above, with the canyon floor too narrow and rocky for even small starships to land. A docking bay lies near the canyon rim. A rough, steep, switchback path ties the landing bay down to the valley floor below. You stand in front of a dilapidated clay storage building on the valley floor where the smaller crevices join the main canyon. Your ship is in a docking bay above. Before you is a heavily scarred Rodian. Now everyone know what the Rodians look like? It's Greedo, yeah? Yeah, yeah, Greedo. There you go, Greedo. Yeah, heavily scarred Rodian, big game hunter called Jora. He is Sinsu the Hut's local mouthpiece. To either side of Jora are two battered but reinforced metal crates. One is a roughly a metre cube fully enclosed with the top covered by an array of blinking lights and readouts. The other is much larger. Two metres by three metres by two metres high. It has it has two slats on the top and upper sides of the interior, but the interior is too dark to make out in harsh tattooing sunlight. Each rests on a hovering repulsor sled. So they're like just hovering off the ground on these like hovering sleds. Jorah wastes no times with pleasantries. So, you're Sinsu's new smugglers, eh? I can't believe Sinsu is risking this job on you, but that's not my problem. Your job is simple enough. Take these two crates to Sinsu on Nashadar within four days. You got that? Four days? These are to arrive intact. The smaller one here, and you see him kind of point to the smaller kind of box, holds a pair of crate dragon eggs. They are very very valuable to the master. Each of them are inside an incubator. I hope you're good with the machines. It's on the fritz a bit, so one of you is gonna have to look after it on the trip. Make sure it doesn't turn off or the eggs are gonna die. And then, what are you gonna say to the boss then? This larger box over here, see him pointing over to the right one, holds a bigger prize. A real live young crate dragon I captured a few days ago. I've got it sedated and you'll need it to keep it that way. If it wakes up, it's going to smash out of that box and then you're going to have a live crate dragon on the ship with you. You ain't going to have a good time with that. You'll need to get this, and then you see him like holding out something. This med pack holds enough sedatives for a, for a whole week. You've only got four days to get in there, but I've given you a little on the side. It takes one dose every 12 hours. Is one of you writing that down? No? Fine. If it dies on your hands, it's not my fault. So I didn't write that down. You get, US players can write that down as well if you want. There's enough liquid in these nutrient bags as well. You'll have to tie it onto the side and then drip it in like an IV drip. There's enough in these to keep him going for two weeks. But you'll need to switch this bag out every eight hours. If you don't, they'll starve while he's passed out and then you'll have a dead dragon on your hands. Are we talking a canyon crate dragon, or is it a greater crate dragon? It's like it's just a young one, so it's probably about the size of like 
I don't know, like a dire wolf sort of size. Like it's it's still pretty massive, but it's not crate dragon like adult right. crate dragon size. Sure. Now, and he holds you out a data pad. This data pad has the directions to Green Top. Once you get to Narshadar, input it into your computer system, and it will take you down there. So, are all of you guys knowledgeable of Narshadar in general? No. Okay, so Narshadar, if, if Coruscant is the shiny one side of a coin, mm-hmm. Narshadar is the other side. It is it is like the yin and yang of Coruscant. Like, it's just as dense, it's just as populated, but it's the bad version. It's controlled by the huts. Narshadar, the planet, is one of the moons that actually circles Nalhada, which is actually the home, like the current home planet of the huts itself. Like, it's their home planet. So you could expect the moon that circles that Hut's home planet is just mm. overrun with villainy and scum. Scum and villainy, my kind of paper. Yeah. So like it, it is it is as dense as Coruscant, so yeah, you definitely need something to kind of direct you to where you're gonna go. Or you're gonna be searching a planet as dense as Coruscant to, for one landing. Now, when you arrive at Sinsu's docking tower. Make sure you look for Lani. He's a Mon Calamari. So the fish people, Mon Calamari, named Lani, where you'll pick where she'll pick up the crates on your arrival and you'll all get paid. There is one complication though. We do have permits to to legally transport these in Imperial space, but they've updated them within the week. So we don't have the current. So Right. If you run into your imps and they want to look at your documents closely, you're going to get sprung. So, I say it's probably why Sinsu was brought pointing to you, more the Silver Tongue Boy with you. If you run into anything, let the politician talk it through, alright? You guys do what you guys do, you're flying and you're punching, and let, let, let the swami politician over here do his... You see him kind of, like, nearly have a bit of disgust in his voice when he says that to you, he probably has a kind of dislike for politician types. Alright, so, now, that's a lot. So, any of you's got any questions? Uh, yeah. Uh, does the name Kevin Flynn mean anything to you? The name what? Kevin Flynn. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Any other questions? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this, I'll be honest, this seems like a pretty simple job. What if, I'm just going to throw it out there, uh, Sinsu pays me half of what he was going to pay these other two jokers, and Siljan and I do this job on our own. No. Uh, no. Bryn Typo. The four of you owe him, so you're doing the job for him. He needs these dragons here. I mean, I'm just trying to save the old boy some money, that's all. I'm just saying. you gotta, you got to pay me for the first job first. So. I know, right? The money that Dexon would cost these guys in damages doing this on his own would be... Far outweighing the profits here, so Dex, mate, put your head in. Ah, oh, come on. I don't like you, don't like me, but let's uh, let's see what we can do. And he kind of looks oh. at he kind of looks over to you, Bren, and he goes, "From what I heard, you're the one that kind of got everyone else here in in the ship. If you hadn't taken it upon yourself to kind of steal the stuff first, these guys over here would have probably done their job right." <sighs> yeah, flyboy. But looks at you, Dex and Car. If you arrived on time and picked up the stuff. He wouldn't have come in and wrecked it for you. So, fashionably late. What can I say? Potato, potato. I guess, Dexon. Let's uh, let's uh, make bygones be bygones here and uh, get this done, so I don't have to see your ugly mug for another couple of years. Oh, if only it could be longer. Well, 
All right. So, who, who's who's carrying the nutrition packs and who's carrying all that stuff? Blaster yeah, rifle, I, not the. Uh, I got the... this. I got this. All right. And he, he kind of hands over the med pack, like the med packs, over to you to hold on to. So I need to add this to my inventory. Yeah. Yeah. Add, add them to you. So you've got you've got a week's worth of sedatives, and you've got two weeks worth of nutrition liquid nutrition bags. Hey, Sildjian, we could keep some of those and sell them after, because it's only going to take four days. We can probably get it done in two. <laughs> hey, they, they, he looks at it, he goes, they're yours to do whatever you want, yeah. as long as you get the crate, crate dragon there and the eggs to there as well. I don't, I don't know what this uh, what this we is, though, Dexon, if anyone's well, We're partners, Sildjian, you and me. I don't know about that, after what you pulled on the base back there, you know, you kind of left me there to die to save a, a couple hundred credits, so, uh, you know, hey. you might you might need to buy my loyalty back if, if it comes a, down to it. A man needs his death sticks, okay? What can I say? Well, you can keep the death sticks, I'll take the credits. <laughs> Alright, I need everybody to make a perception. Do a perception check to me against two purple. I got uh, one success, three advantages, and three threats, which end result is one success. All right. I got four successes, one advantage. Ooh. Okay. You notice... Well, you notice some sounds coming from the top of the canyon and stuff like that. And you and you hear some, like, shuffling behind the administration building. Uh, Bren, you, he you see some, like, rocks kind of... You know, like, you notice some kind of rocks and mm -hmm. dust kind of trickle off the top of the canyon lip yeah yeah i got Can one I, uh... success and two threats okay okay cool i'll remember that you notice as well like you know some like some kind of dust getting kicked up behind the warehouse mm -hmm. and stuff like that because there's no you haven't seen anyone else around apart from the people that are kind of helping out with the like lifting and moving of this stuff for you guys i got one success one threat I sort of look over to, to Katama and sort of gesture him with my head over to where that sort of rock and debris fell down, just so he's sort of aware of what's going on up there. Does it matter what I got, NATO? Look alive, boys. Something doesn't feel right here. Just just as you say that, Jora kind of looks up, like, over your guy's shoulder and points up. Tuscan Raiders! Ah, another raid! I keep telling Sinsu they're not going to stop raiding here. And he kind of pull, he pulls out a, a blaster. He's get get. What are you guys still standing around? Get these crates up there to your ship. Right. I pull out my slug thrower and um, I just start firing <laughs> at the ridge. <laughs> Give me a quick. What is the what? What type of weapon is your slug thrower? I think it's so a ranged heavy. Yeah. Uh, so roll roll your ranged heavy against a three purple. What are the rest of you guys doing? There's the. Yeah, I'll fire off a shot. I uh I st I start pushing the the, the smaller crate because obviously it's on Ooh. just the hovering rails. I start pushing that towards the uh the ship as as Katama gives us. A yeah, because you guys higher. are currently kind of standing in between the administration and the water solar. Like mm -hmm. you're standing in that yeah. open area, kind of in between, like right in the open at the moment. Yeah. Uh, two uh, threats. Okay. Two threats as well. Okay, uh, as you start to push, yeah, you start pushing. You're going to be fine uh, with three threats. One of the blaster shots hits the top of the egg crate, bounces down and hits the repulso sled that it's on, and you see it like the blue kind of like hover kind of energy coming off the moment, flicker for a sec, and all of a sudden 
the hollow sled hits the ground and the egg crate kind of slides off into the sand. <laughs> oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit! <laughs> Politician, the the big... Like the the young uh, crate dragon crate is still up on its hollow lift, but now the egg crate is now on the sand with a dead hollow lift. What do you guys... How heavy is it? Uh, you probably need crate. about two people to lift that. All right. Politician, you're with me. We're going to move two this Two people eggs. or one Wookiee? I'll allow a one Wookiee with a harder roll. <laughs> Just leave it to... I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shooting everything now, aren't I? So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, you're shooting. Uh, you cop one of the Tusken Raiders in the chest. If you see it kind of like plummet off the canyon lip onto the ground. There's two more up there. Now you see uh, three more kind of run out from behind the administration building on the right and kind of looping around like clockwise around to you guys. And then you see two more in between the power generator and like the cliff wall kind of running wanna, towards you guys. I want to fire off a couple of shots as uh, Jack or as, as Dexon and the, the politician are carrying this yeah, what, yeah, yeah, Mima, are you helping lift or what are you doing at the moment? Well, I was I was uh, running for cover, uh, and then <laughs> and then I heard Dexon uh, ask if I could help him carry it. So uh, Dexon, help me carry these eggs up there. Uh, uh, so we're off. We're carrying it together. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, ne- I need you to roll your athletics against two purples. Yeah. Let's 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 see how how long it's going to take you to pull those up. Uh, all right. Um, Bryn, what are you doing at the moment? Are you firing? Or you- I've so I've, I've sort of taken cover behind the um, the now fallen dragon egg carrier. I've drawn my blaster pistol and I'm I'm taking a couple of shots at a few of those. Uh, those Tuscan Raiders. All right, give give us a, a weapon roll. A, it should whatever that weapon is. Grab that stat and then roll it against three purple. Uh, wh- what's what's happening with the big boys? So I got one failure. The big yeah. crate's just sitting there hovering. What are you what are you guys doing with that one? Oh. Is anyone grabbing that? Sildjian, I'm that. gonna I'm leaving that as well. We deal with the Tuscan Raiders. I think we gotta clear them out before we start moving stuff around. Did you say three purples? I'm rolling against. Yep, uh, master. Yep. I think uh, if we so move a crate that big, we're going to be a sitting target. So two successes, two threats. Successes, two threats. And, and you you fire. You hit one in the chest. You get one kind of clip. Another one, and then but then you take a shot in the chest as well. You take three damage. Ah! How much is your soak? How much is my soak? My soak is three. All right. So it hits. It hits your like vest and kind of absorbs it a bit you take no damage (laughs) it like just clips you enough but it doesn't like penetrate through your vest you do have like a smolding hole in your vest now okay that's a a nice improvement to that uh that that corset you're wearing there bren i like you know fashion dex and mate you would know good fashion (laughs) sense if you bloody were shopping down on naboo (laughs) (laughs) how was your athletics roll uh, I got uh, one success, two threats. Success, two threats. Cool, Mima. One failure. Oh, okay. Oh, that'd be right. So you guys start pushing, and like you, you feel like you're pushing the most, and like Mima, it doesn't feel like you can move it at all. Like your your less your less physical body. You're not really meant I... for this kind of action. You're not helping at all. It is, it is only slowly moving, like a few. Like 10 centimeters a, a second as you guys are pushing it right. along the sand at the moment. Right. You know what? You know what, Dex? This this just isn't working. How many how many Tuscan Raiders are still up there? 
uh, there's a good you see now a, a three more kind of join the top like they're just off like the top part of them like where the administration if you go f like straight left from there that's kind of where they're sitting up there they're all they're all clustered together yeah there's a good five of them up there and now you see about three more come around from them, the administration kind of block yeah Katama you got them frag grenades baby is there a, would a frag grenade be within range? No, you probably wouldn't be able to get the ones up on the top of the cliff. Like it's a yeah. good trek up the cliff. Um, Jora kind of looks at you and goes, w "Why are you still here? Get him out of there!" And he kind of like he he starts running over and starts like pushing the big crate with you guys at the moment, and is now like pushing it up the ramp. So so we've got Jora, Mimor, and Dexon on the big crate, and then Katam is just picking up picking up the little one. We're on the on the eggs. But we're struggling because calamari arms. Dex is just so can, weak. Can we get <laughs> so get, weak? Benny, do you want to try and roll and see if you can pick up that little one? And then because the other one's yeah. still on the sled, we could just push that. I'll, I'll go help with the the egg crate and just like pick it up from punzi ass politician. All right, give give me uh, athletics check against two purple. Four successes, three threats. Jesus. Okay, cool. You you go to the side where Mimar is and kind of just pick it up and now Dexon you're you've got you've lifted up what your side and now uh, Katama and Mimar have got the other side and now you are able to kind of move this well like pretty much now the three of you are holding this box are you gonna start running the little crate yeah yeah cool uh, all right you guys start hiking it up um Joran's got the other one Bryn and Zildjian, what are you guys doing? You're just kind of... We, um, we just lay I, in cover. I, I said from the start I was firing back to kind of... Beautiful. ...cover what everyone else mm. is doing as they move the crates around. All right, do you want to roll one uh, weapons fire for me against three purples? Um, Katama, as you pick this crate up, you take two shots to you as well. They catch you oh. just quickly. That uh, you take... Do, 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 four damage and three damage. How much is your soak? Three. Alright, so you take one point of uh, hit points off. As the first one kind of hits your fur and it kind of takes the impact, as like these slug throw rifles are now like at a far enough distance from you that it's not really doing much, but then the second one kind of hits nearly in the same spot and burns just a little bit through your fur onto your body. But you're mm. able to kind of keep up, like. <laughs> Suck it up, big fella. Just a flesh wound, mate. Keep going. <laughs> no, it doesn't burn as much as space chlamydia. Katama, we'll sell you one of these med packs if you want. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, sorry, Zildjian. What did you get for your roll? So I've got a blaster carbine. Where am I getting the dice for it? Is it a light ranged or a heavy ranged? It, it should say, like, on, on the weapon what type of skill it is. Mm. It should say light. So uh, yours, yours oh, is yeah. heavy. Yep. So it's ranged heavy. So you roll range okay. heavy against three purple. I have got three successes, one threat. Okay, one threat. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, you you were able to kind of like look up. You take two shots. You hit two of the Tuscan Raiders above you guys. They fall down, and you're able to kind of like slide under the box as the three of them are kind of running up. Like you slide through the the like tunnel between the two the three of them, and then look around just as you cop. Uh, a blaster hit in your chest for four damage so you take one health with that but you're able to kind of like just shrug that off aim up your blaster and hit another one of the one of the Tuscan Raiders that are now starting to like run up the ramp after you guys so you cop him and it stops the other two they kind of like realize and then they run back and like 
grabbed some cover and are now like trying to take pot shots at the bottom of the ramp of you guys. So you guys are now halfway up the ramp. What are you guys still doing? Still, you're taking pot shots. Who's um who's have, flying have, this this vessel? You're gonna have to figure that. Uh, out. That that would be you because you're the better pilot. Well, I'm. Uh... Hey, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> as oh, these guys the are still carrying these boxes. I sort of just do a couple more cheeky sort of suppression fire, like suppression shots with the pistol, run up into the cockpit, and uh, I guess mm-hmm. start up the engine. All right. So you go up, you get into the cockpit. It's a sexy fucking shit. So you got the cockpit up the front right. You got the cargo area. So as you guys get up the top of the ramp, they take two more shots again. NATO, is there enough um, support between uh, Mima and... Um, Jora, that I can start cover of fire. Um, you know what? Give give a quick roll of your athletics against two purples, just to see if you can kind of push it onto them so they can balance it enough. Because you've got a heavy, even though Mimo's a bit weaker, you do have a a, a chunky Wookie kind of carrying it. Two advantages, two failures. Two advantages, two failures. Okay. As soon as you kind of like pass it over to Mimor, it his side drops to the ground into the sand because as Mimor like tries to uh, he doesn't you don't give him enough time to kind of get a thing. But Katama is still dragging it along with his strength on the other side, so it's like it is now like Mimor's nearly just like kind of pushing it from his side rather than lifting it, and Katama is just like lifting and dragging it as him. So you you do have a quick chance to take a blaster shot. Yep, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna take a against. Uh, You'll be two purples because they're kind of closing on you now, so it's not as hard. Okay, so light ranged, uh, one yellow, two green. How many tusks? There just seems to be more and more popping up as okay. as, as you kind of like shoot them down. We need to get out of here. Yeah. Is it two, three purples or two? Two, two purples. One triumph, three threat, three threats. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so what was the first part before the threats? Try one triumph. Oh, a triumph. You guys, like, get everything up to the entrance ramp, and you turn around, and in, like, nearly, like, Han Solo-esque kind of shot, you just, like, bang, 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 and you hit the five kind of Tusken Raiders that have come around, like, around the ship and were about to close in on you guys and probably cop a few shots to whoever was going up the ramp, but you're able to kind of quick fire off five of them as they kind of fall to the ground. I do like that, Brent, so that shooting, baby. <laughs> Fish in a barrel, mate. Fish in a barrel. My grandma could have made those shots. Oh, yeah. Now get on the damn plane. Let's get out of here. Your grandma might have, but you wouldn't have. <laughs> I dropped the egg crate and pushed the politician to the side and just walk back to the entrance ramp and grab Dexon by the scruff of the neck and just pull him into the ship. As, as you do that, the landing ramp kind of closes up and the ship is now secured. Bren, you're in the cockpit at the moment. You hit the shields and then you see like this like shimmeringness go around the ship itself as you see one of the Tuscan like bolts just about to hit into the front of the cockpit kind of bounce and glance off. All right. Nice. What is everybody doing in the ship? Where's everybody going? Uh... Co-pilot's chair. All right. <laughs> you see the huge Wookiee sitting. Dexon, you just get into the cockpit as you see the huge Wookiee kind of sit in the co-pilot seat. And you see Bren himself in the pilot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't argue with a Wookiee. <laughs> uh, I go straight to medical. 
I go straight to the medical bay. Uh, I'm feeling very injured after the Wookiee shoved me so hardly. Uh, so I just go to the medical to patch up. All right, you, you kind of like lie down on the, on the medical bed like... Oh, like oh. I, I, call, I call out, help! Man down! I'll be in the cargo area just making sure that the, you know, the, the cargo's secure. The dragon's, you know, safely kept inside is, the box. Is Jorah on the ship? NATO. Jorah kind of like pushed the stuff up with you and then kind of you see you saw him kind of fleeing off to the left okay I gave him a I gave him a this is Sparta kick to kick him off the entrance (laughs) (laughs) you see him like and then like bolt off keep running off to the left yeah he wasn't like he's not coming with you guys like this is his home planet and his is his base he's probably Going to set something up, so Sweet. force off this raid that is now happening. All right, so what are you guys doing? So I'm taking off. I'm taking off, give, giving the little sort of two finger salute to to Jora, like the little sort of thanks, thanks for coming. Then we're we're out of here. All right, I need I need a quick astrology roll. So grab your astrology, I think it is, or yeah, yep, and against one purple. It's very easy because you know what you're doing. One success and one advantage. Oh, beautiful. All right. As you hit it, the like the the YT kind of spins, and as it starts to blast off, the engine blast kind of hits a whole bunch of the raiders off the edge of the cliff as you shoot off into the sky itself. Bola. Can I can I sign right? Stay hungry with the uh, engine smoke as we, we fly <laughs> off into the sky. Like you're just about to hit atmosphere, but then you like do a harsh sharp turn, and then you start sky riding. Stay hungry, and then you shoot off into the sky. Yeah, <laughs> always showboating, Bran. Always showboating. <laughs> We're shooting like that, Dex, and I gotta uh, gotta try and peacock where I can. Um, I go, I go into the cockpit and notice that uh, um, our Wookiee friend here has been uh, injured, and um, just give him a quick, quick little slap on the back where he's, uh, where he has a, a where he's a little, little flesh wound. <laughs> he said your mum hits harder, Dex, and it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get that patched up, big fella? You hungry? Oh, we just poor, ate. Poor little guy. <laughs> Alright, go check the space bridge. You guys have a good 10 hours until Narshada. Here's the current okay. flight parent. Um, Zildjian. Yo. In, in the commotion of the battle itself, you didn't really get to have time to notice, but you, as you kind of look down, your medical pack has actually caught a blaster hit to it, and some of the stuff Crap. is kind of leaking out of it. Well, that's not good. Our, what is it? Our, our two weeks of liquid ni- nutrition bags is, is leaking, or...? There's some, there's some of the sedatives are smashed and some of the um, medicine, the nutrition bags are kind of leaking out as well. And you said it was a, what, a nine hour flight? Yeah. Sure. Well, that should be enough for us to get by on the one dose of sedatives that, that the dragons already had. So. Well, you didn't actually ask when the last time they got them, so you don't actually know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I put my ear to the to, to the crate to see if there's any like rustling around or anything in there, and all the commotion. Uh, make 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 a quick med- make a quick medicine check for me against okay. two purples. And we've got two advantages and one failure. Uh you you can't tell what 
when pro- probably the last time it was, but you do notice there is a bunch of like computer systems on top. Mm. So okay. like you're trying to like look at the actual dragon itself, but then like as you kind of like uh, you notice there's are uh, some monitor- monitoring stuff on the top there. Okay, so can I have a look at the the, the numbers and the data to figure out you kind of at first have no idea what it means but you kind of sit there for a bit and kind of fiddle with a few of the buttons and then like it gives you like a number and it pops up last sedative 10 hours ago okay so in two hours we're gonna need how much damage was there to the med kit like what are we talking about okay yeah make a quick medicine check against three three purples this time right okay five successes and four threats Jesus. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're definitely able to kind of a figure out that a few were damaged, so you've got like five days worth now rather than four days worth. Okay. And you're able to kind of patch together a few of the nutrition bags, so they're not leaking out anymore. So now, like, you you, you probably were going to only have like a day's worth, but now you're able to kind of put together like six days worth. Like, you're able to save six days worth of right bags. So we lost like a week and then some. So there goes your plan. Decks into to black market that stuff. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I I'm feeling good about this. Like it should be enough for the job. But uh, let's let's be careful next time. We need to take better care of, of this uh, this med gear. You really dropped the ball there, Zildjian. I mean, I was a bit busy trying to protect your lazy ass. <laughs> well, my lazy ass. I don't know if you saw what happened out there. But uh, I was you the were, one killing were... all the Tuscan Raiders while you were firing aimlessly off into the distance. I didn't miss, so I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you know. Did not miss. That's what she said. And I won't miss you if you uh, don't pay me. I know, right? Kids at a playground. <laughs> Meemaw, what are you up to at the moment? You, you kind of hear everybody kind of arguing and yelling, and it's not, it's not really not where you thought you'd be a few days ago. <laughs> yeah. I, I walk in, I see uh, Zildjian and uh, Dexin uh, going at it, and I, I heard everything that was just said. Um, Dexin, uh, you, you really failed us back there. I felt like I was carrying that whole tray, and you were just barely moving it along. I turn to Zildjian, I say, Zildjian, I need a corporal. You're it. Until you're dead or I find someone better. You're the corporal. And then I go back to Dexin. You're demoted. And then I leave the room back to All the right. medical bay. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember who put this fool in charge. Last time I checked, Sinsu said I was leading this job. I don't know about that. I come back into the room. No, Sinsu said I was in charge. I leave. <laughs> I sort of I'm, lean I'm over to Katara and be like, mate, that, that lanky little politician, he speaks the truth. He knows what's up. <laughs> Ugh, you wouldn't have made it off that rock if it wasn't for me. <laughs> Alright, um, so you, uh, actually, yeah, Katama and Bren, are, are you doing anything? You're just happily kind of set up in the cockpit for now? I'm just sitting in that cockpit, I got sort of my, my feet up on the on the control panel in front of me, the ship, ship sort of just autopiloting its way through the galaxy at the moment, I'm just sort of sitting back. Uh, we hit light speed. Maybe, maybe cracking a space beer with Katama, because uh, we're already toasting to our early successes, so... I'm gonna... Can I check my wound? <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good idea. Make a, quick, make a quick medicine roll against probably just one. You know your own body, and you've probably had to patch yourself up a few 
few times. Uh, so just uh, against one purple. One purple. Uh with with a with one black. A set a setback dice because you you're injured yourself, so it is a bit harder to examine yourself. But your normal like your normal skill of how it is to uh, hasn't changed. But a setback dice is added on because something bad has happened, so it's a little bit harder than it normally would. Okay. <laughs> one success, one threat. Okay, cool. Um, you're, you're able to kind of patch yourself up, but it does take a lot more of your, like, medical supplies. You're probably not going to be able to patch up a wound this kind of... Not harsh, but, like, you're only going to kind of be able to heal up, f like, flesh wounds from now on because you used a lot more of your kind of medical gear at the moment. Unless you use, like, a stim pack or something like that. But naturally, kind of looking after yourself, you're not going to be able to do because you used a lot of your own supplies just then. Unless somebody else lends you this. Yeah. I was going to say, I've got five days worth of sedatives. I could probably, you know, give you a little bit to take the edge off. I literally only lost one hit point. I'm not going to stress <laughs> about it. I'm just gonna, I'm just inspecting the wound to go, eh, it's not too bad. You didn't fail yeah. at what you got to do, but it gives you some badness that happens after. And that is, yeah, you're going to lose. Yeah. It's going to be harder to patch yourself up next time. Unless you use, like, stim back. A good few hours go past. Uh, were you guys, the rest of the crew kind of partaking in the beers with the boys? Or what is Zildjian and Dexon up to? Where, where are you chilling on the ship? For I'm keeping to myself because uh, I'm yet to bond with any of these fools. I, I don't mind the look of the Wookiee, but uh, the <laughs> other guys aren't too impressive so far. I do have to administer these sedatives in like two hours, so we can't let that go by. Yeah. I appreciate that he's on such a straight and narrow with these sedatives. <laughs> Yo, Mimor, are you uh, are you tipping cans with us up the front? Uh, no, I'm I'm in the medical bay pretending to be injured, but secretly <laughs> doing lines of Averbush spice. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I go into the medical bay. Yeah. Uh, to find Mimor. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy. You know, Mimor, you and me, we're not so different, other than the the horns and the gangly arms and that. Um, what do you say we uh, we hit one of these death sticks together? Uh, Dexon, uh, I, I knew from the moment I saw you that I, I liked the cut of your jib, and uh, I, I love death sticks. Let's do one. All right, let's do a death stick. Two seconds. <laughs> I'm going to make you roll for death <laughs> Are they going to be bad ones? <laughs> you have a bad death stick trip. <laughs> Can I just say, like, me and Bren, we've pulled out a set of Pazak cards and we're just starting to play cards in the cockpit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. In your, for, you, for the next three hours, you get a black set, uh, setback dice for any roll you make. Oh, no. <laughs> this? You, you have a good trip. Like, like it, it, it's a good mix of, like, cocaine and heroin at the same time. Like, it, you, you sort of go into this trip, but then all, all of a sudden, like, come back and you're like... <gasps> but then you kind of go back into it for a second. Then it, It's just this, like, up-and-down roller coaster of a drug. Wicked. Yeah, it's pretty intense, but there are some, uh, yeah, there are some setbacks to it. Mm. Yeah, so you guys have a good time. About two, three, two-ish hours go past. Do you want to go administer to the sedatives? Yes, I definitely do. All right. Can't let this dragon get out of control. Do you, yeah. do you want to do it yourself or do you want to try and maybe talk to anyone else on the team to maybe see if they want to... Like, you you can keep on, like, the schedule of it. Uh, your staff. Does anybody have significant medical abilities yeah I'm a, really. I'm a medical genius um medicine i mean those two are high as a kite so they're not helping out <laughs> i'm i've administered actually yeah those two come out of the medical bay and are just like fuck yeah we'll do it we'll do it let's do it yep. let's fucking do it me and me got this we got this we got this right bro 
Are they under the um, influence in a way that will impact their ability? You know what? Make a medicine roll for me. Or even or even a underworld intelligence check against two purple. Three successes and two threats. Okay. Um, you 100% know they'd be absolutely useless doing uh, <laughs> a medical thing like that. But you know what? You, you might risk it. No, I, I got this. I'm, I'm taking responsibility for this. Uh, <laughs> I don't trust that that Dexon as far as I could throw him which is a little a little distance I could throw him fairly fairly far but still uh, so it's just a medicine check against two purple okay you got you got threat for the last roll didn't you I had three successes and two threats two threats beautiful okay you know that they would not be good doing this sedative thing and all that <laughs> They think they are, so they keep trying to like interrupt you while you're, they're like like try and grab things or like try and hand you things like try and cool. let me do it. Let me, yeah, let me do it. Right. Like so, you uh, need you need to roll with two setback dice now against you. Can so, I? In, we got this. Should have got the Wookie. <laughs> Before I roll, can I intimidate them to leave me alone, or should I roll first? Um, do you want to threaten them? Like as you try and do uh, it, you you yeah. see them trying. Yep. All right. So. I want to threaten them big time. All right, intimidate against a <clears throat> uh, you two. What's your d- discipline, you two? Um, discipline is two green. Two green. All right. And what about you, Mimo? Three yellow. Coercion against their their discipline. So against two purple. Okay. Because you just take their stat and turn it into the opposite dice. Sure. I had three yellow. Is that? Oh. Okay. Okay. We'll roll twice then. Let's see if you can convince both. Okay. Of them. So one success and two threats. Was the first one. All right. Um, you. What do you say to What do you say to Dexon? To Dexon, I say, I've been waiting for a reason to throw down with you. If you don't step off, we're gonna have a problem here. <laughs> hey, so let me do man. My, let me do my job. Where's the love, man? You know, I thought we had something special, man. You know, oh, I just want us to be partners. I just want us to be like the like the Wookie and Bren. Why can't we be cool, man? Why can't you just be cool for once? Just be cool. Just be cool for once. Come on. Just be cool. Let's hug it out. You wanna hug it out? Let's hug it out. Don't touch me. Come on. Come on. Come here. Don't touch me. Come here. Roll against three reds now. I love your fairy hugs. <laughs> against three reds. I feel like the politician would back down, but we'll see. We'll see. Can, can we, Mr. DM, can we hear this commotion from up in the cockpit? Or are we sort of oblivious to this? They're in the cargo holds. They're in the cargo area. So, so we'd be able to hear what's going on. I'd say you'd be able to hear. Okay. So I got one threat for that one. Okay, cool. That's all right. All right. They both, they're both not happy with you now. Like, and they'll probably remember that. They, they'll be pissed off with Good. you even when they come off, but they don't, re- will re- they won't remember why. <laughs> okay. But we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, both of them back off and you're able to kind of like put in the sedatives and set up the new nutrition pack. So all that is good. For the moment great fantastic all right uh the journey conven- kind of continues and you guys are doing anything important while this is while the rest of you've got another two hours kind of travel coming down coming down i think i think we're <laughs> we're still playing cards maybe we try and gesture to get get the rest of this motley crew up the front to play cards with katama and i mm. i'm down for cards um i'm gonna flip coins for you guys all right so brennan this is your flip Okay, you've got light side or dark side. You tell me what you what you want. Light side. All right, cool. And then Dexon, mm-hmm. what do you want? Light side or dark side? I mean, you know it's gonna be dark side. All right, cool. <laughs> um, you, you guys play out uh, card after card. You guys are playing some bizarre. You're able to both deck out at the same time, and nobody wins that first hand. Both mm. of you, both of you guess right what I flicked. 
Alright, do you want to play another hand? Absolutely. Are you... Wait, can we bet? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Do you want to bet this time? Alright, Bren. <sighs> I've got a little wager for you, friend. I'm listening. I'll wager you Zildjian's share of the payout <laughs> for this job on this next hand. And if you were to win, what are you getting from me? I, I get the Starfinder. Oh, sorry, mate. The Starfinder ain't for sale, especially to someone as cheap as you. But I will... Uh, I've got 500 credits in my equipment log, so I'm going to... I'm gonna chuck 250 credits down against 10,000 credits. Are you, is that a, is that a joke? Well, I don't I know mean, if Zildjian's gonna uh, pony this up. He, he was he was chest puffing to you earlier, so uh, I'm talking <laughs> about actual De Niro we have right now. All right. So I think I've got 2,000 credits left from our game. Mm. Um, so I'm gonna I'll bet, I'll bet you they're, two, they're mine. But yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna, bet, I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm from our first job. I've still got 2,000 credits left. Um, so I'm gonna wager 250 of those. 250. Uh, Alright, 250 each. Alright, Brendan, I'm flicking yours. What are you picking? Uh, light. Alright, cool. And flicking yours. Dexon, what are you picking? Black. Dark. Ooh. So you both play out again. It is intense. You you got you, you win the first hand, Bren. And then you win the next hand, Dexon. Ooh. And then you both deck out again. Double or nothing! Double or nothing! Double or nothing. Okay, here we go. Do we want to do another? Because you've got 500 in the pot just sitting there now. Ooh. Are you putting in more, or are you just... I feel like we need to up the ante here. I feel like we, there needs to be more on the line here than just 250 credits, Bren. What else have you got? Put your 10,000 up for grabs. I will, future uh... 10. Yeah, alright. I'm, I'm pushing my hypothetical 10 in against your hypothetical 10. Okay. Spaceballs on the table, son. Spaceballs on the table. Alright, so now there is two... Th <laughs> 20,000 and... Yeah, 500. 500. Jesus. Yeah, you should listen to your Wookiee, boy. You should listen to your Wookiee, Bren. All right, Bren, what are you picking? Light side or dark side? Light side. All right. What are you picking, Dexon? Dark side. Ooh. Okay. You guys, this time, Dexon wins the first hand. Yes! Ooh. First hand. It's best of three. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Bren, old buddy, old pal, you should have bet the Starfinder. And then, <laughs> Bren, you are able to pull it off for the second round. Oh. Alright, you, you drawed again, because both of you picked right again. It keeps doing light, dark, light, dark, but here we go, alright. <laughs> this is for the third hand. All sweaty. Bren, what are you picking, light side or dark side? I, I gotta stick with, with what I know here, like, and if, if we're going, like, real world, I'm, I'm just assuming... Light side is equivalent to tails, so I'm going light side. On this <laughs> All right, one as well. all right, and we're flicking it. And what are you picking? Oh, I've got to stick with dark side. I can't change now. The cards are drawn. Sixteen total for you, there, Brent. And then you, you have only fifteen in your hand there, Daxon. But as you draw the last card, you get a two, and you put it down for an eighteen. Yes! <laughs> I, I flicked both dark side coins just then. Damn. That's alright. That's alright. It's just cash. There's plenty of time to win it back. I walk up to Bren and I pat him on the back and I just whisper in his ear, do better next time. <laughs> Bren is ashamed. Oh, we can't win them all, old buddy. Don't you start, Katama. Okay, Tama, can you spot me uh, 10,000? <laughs> hmm. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. All right, I, uh, I begrudgingly grab a couple of space beers 
and I cheers to the uh, the victor here. A little bit saltily, but uh, I'll uh, I'll acknowledge the victor at this stage. I think we're even now for that uh, cantina bar shootout you got us into back on Navarro back in the day, uh, old Bren. So I, I thought think she we're was a woman. Now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as as that last kind of sentence comes out, all you uh, all of a sudden like the cockpit goes red, like with Uh-oh. the lights all go red, and you hear a beeping on the monitor in front of on the front console of the pilot seat. I gotta go uh, to the bathroom. <laughs> I quickly swivel back in the uh, in the chair, look at the console, press a couple of buttons. As uh, as look. it kind of pops up, the screen changes and shows you two Tie Fighters. There is also a huge starship. With okay. So they've ripped transport. you, uh, yeah, ri- yes, transport. There we go. They've ripped you out of hyperdrive, and two ships are. Thing. You flick the comms button, and I say, "I should talk." Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, I've headed from the cargo area to the gun, just so we're ready to go if need be. To be continued. This band of scum and villainy's journey will continue in the next episode of Han Shot First. I have been your Game Master NATO. This podcast has been powered by 8-Bit and NetSponsors Audio-Technica, as well as my role-playing hub, Distant Dungeoneers. And a special shout-out to my players, Brendan, Benny, Jack, Jono, and Celine. Apart from Benny, this has been their first time playing tabletop role-playing game, and it was so great to see them fall into their roles. This has been Han Shot First. Don't get cuffed, kid. Oh.